You are listening to the November 12th edition of From Corner to Corner. This week, Sean, Wes, and Adam talk Astros win the World Series, Joey Logano in NASCAR. How is Alabama going to handle two losses? Is Jeff Saturday the right answer for the Indianapolis Colts at head coach? And we talk about college basketball preview. All this and more on this week's From Corner to Corner. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and sports enthusiasts from around the world, this is the podcast you have all been waiting for. Whether listening in the car, on your morning drive, or with one earbud in at the office, this is the sports show that has it all. From pro wrestling to the octagon, from the gridiron to the baseball diamond, from the pitch to the ice, it's all here. You have tuned in to Mount Sterling's most downloaded podcast that drops on Saturdays at 3 a.m. This is not your average podcast. This is From Corner to Corner. And now, here are your hosts, Sean Big Papa Kuyper, Wes Redman Crouch, Adam Big Country Muncie, and Neil Mulletman Payne. And welcome back to another episode of From Corner to Corner. This is Sean. I'm here with Adam and Wes tonight. On location. On location. We're live from a victory party. We hope. We hope. <laughs> yeah, we, we're still waiting to hear results on the school board for Neil. And when we do, it'll be... Da-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> he is an absolute mess. Uh, he's like, I think it, I think we'll be sick to my stomach. <laughs> He is pacing the floor. I told him just go poop. I've a little never bit. seen him eat as much food as he's eaten in the last hour. That's what <laughs> he's pacing the floor. He's not like even he's... using a plate. He's just walking by, grabbing handfuls of food. <laughs> you remember as a kid on Christmas where you're just pacing back and forth in your room, waiting for your parents to wake up? Yes, that's about what Neil's like right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a little nervous, and I I, I can understand. He's worked really hard to. Uh, to try to secure that spot on the school council and or school board, I'm sorry. And uh, same difference. Yeah. School board, city council. Yeah, let's combine them. Right, right. So uh, we had a pretty eventful weekend in the sports world. The Astros won the World Series. Boo. Look, I don't care that the Astros won, but I'm happy for Dusty Baker. Yeah. And I know you don't like Dusty, Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker can retire from baseball a happy man now because he has crooked his way into a World oh Series. How do you say he's crooked? He didn't have anything to do with that. Right. He was the fix. As a, yeah, like, just like he was the fix for the San Francisco Giants. Well, they didn't Barry win Bonds the World Series under the him. No, uh, and, yeah, he was the fix Bruce for the Bruce is the one that won the Giants World Series. As it should. So is Bruce Bochy the... The cheater, too? Because, no, he's the fix. Uh, no, see, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, it does. No, you're just making up rules as you go. West Virginia thing to do right there. That's a, that's a Duke thing. So, And then Joey Logano wins his second NASCAR championship. I was rooting for old uh, Ross Chastain after the move that he made last year. And he almost won it. I mean, yeah. he was... He had a couple of bad pit stops, and it, it cost him on that part of it. So, and that's hounded him all year long. Yeah, uh, he's had some races where he's run really good, get into a pit stop, and you're like, "What happened?" Yeah, and you know, it used to be a time that if you had a pit stop of 15 seconds, that was great. 
now that they switched it to the single lug nut, it's like I mean, nine two is good. Yeah, and you're like nine two. Yeah. Well, Wes, you've been a big NASCAR fan for years. Yeah. Like in his early years, that was Chase Elliott's biggest problem. Like he had a good car most races. Yeah. But his pit crew, every race, he would have one bad pit stop that yep. would take him out of contention. Well, and, and with these new cars. You don't have the ability, like, you have to be able to use the pit stops in order to be able to progress through the field. You you cannot just get out there and outdrive them and pass them on the on the, the track now. Mm. So, yes and no. The new cars, which makes, everybody hates, by the way, all the drivers hate, makes them. the drivers drive. So, if you're a good driver, and it shows, because <laughs> you're B.J. McLeods and your wares and, and your guys that are in there just scraping by, uh, they're never, they're never, other than a restrictor plate race, they're never in the top, ever. Yeah. But all your guys that are good drivers, I mean, they're in the top ten consistently. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it does, it does make a good driver stand out. But, you know, it, it all comes down to, I mean, the pit crew means a lot. Yeah. You know, it, you usually have one pit stop during the stage, and then everybody pits at the end of the stage. So that's that's giving guys a little bit of a uh, more of a chance. I mean, your guys that are good drivers, you know, it gives them a little bit more of a chance to just stay where they're at, you know, makes, makes your good drivers show up. But... Right. But. Well, and the way they have this uh, set up now with the the playoffs and stuff, you know, it, generally whoever wins the championship is the same person winning the race at the the last race of the season. I mean, you literally almost have to win the race in order to win yeah. the championship. Right. I, so I don't know. I, I'm not a. I've watched NASCAR for a long time. I'm going to be a guy on the side of I really like the playoffs mm-hmm. because. You get things that happen like Ross Chastain at Martinsville. You know, right. he had to pass Denny Hamlin and went from ninth to fourth because he was like, well, well I, I got to do something here. I mean, credit Jimmy Johnson because nobody yeah. could beat him. Right. Exactly. So he literally changed the sport. You know, Dale Earnhardt changed the sport with his death with the safety and. Jimmy Johnson changed the sport with the point system and, and all that because literally nobody could beat him. He right. won like seven in a row, right? Um, I think it was seven. I think that yeah. might be right. Yeah. I know he Did he win seven? He tied. Uh, he tied Petty and uh, yeah. uh, Earnhardt with seven. I don't know if it was in a row. I think, I think he had five in a row is what it was. But, I mean, he was just yeah. – it was sheer domination. Right. And, and then it comes out this week – on top of, he bought in the majority stake into Petty Enterprises. Oh, I didn't know that. Jimmy Johnson did. So, it's not just going to be Richard Petty now. They've got Jimmy Johnson's mind yeah. that's going to help that team out quite a bit now, too. And you kind of go, look out. Yeah. Well, that's 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 pretty good on that part. So, what do you think happened to Brad Keselowski this year? Because he was a good driver. He went out. He went. He went out on his He's, own. He went out on his own, like Denny Hamlin has yes. done. Uh, well, I take that back. Denny Hamlin still runs for um, Joe Gibbs. Joe Gibbs, but he's got his own 
with Michael Jordan. And with Michael Jordan, yeah. and that's and that is Kurt Busch and Bubba, Bubba Wallace. Bubba. Um, he went out on his own, and he drives for himself. And I think he's learning real quick. This is not as easy as what it turned out to be. Yeah, that's that's called. I don't want to listen to anyone. I know more than they that, do. There's somebody else that did that too, and and they've they've pretty much gone away too, and that's Tony Stewart. That's yeah, I knew yeah. that's where you were going. Yeah. yeah, but he has his own team, right? Stewart Haas Racing. He does, right. but it's again, like he's not driving. Very very minimal. You know, they they compete at a very minimal right. Um, whatever you want to say, yeah, it's it's not good. Right. I mean, you've got Hendrix, Gibbs. And um, Pinsky's still doing okay, and um, Roush. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, uh, Trackhouse has has come come. You know, they've got good drivers with uh, Ross Chastain and Daniel Suarez. You know, they found some good drivers, and they and they're starting to put some pieces together. But Trackhouse is that Toyotas? Hmm. I, I know don't know Suarez, if he drives Toyota or not. I know Suarez used to drive Toyota. I'll find out real quick. But uh, I, 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 I don't know. I think he does drive Toyota for some odd reason. Um, no, they're Chevrolets. Hmm. He must have left. Must have left Toyota family. That's why I don't like you anymore, Daniel Suarez. <laughs> <laughs> so, a huge weekend in college football. Big weekend. Tennessee got smoked by Georgia. They got exposed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But him and Hooker look better than Will Levis is going to in a couple weeks against them. I mean, him and Hooker look pretty bad. That's probably true. If he a, looked bad because somebody finally covered their wide receivers. Right. I mean, they've only got two. Look, that, but they're pretty darn good that within Georgia themselves. Georgia defense is really good. Yeah, yeah. sure. Like, nothing... I saw a stat the other day. Tennessee defense done the best against Georgia than any team has all year as far as yards allowed, as far as – I think one team held Georgia to 26 points. Tennessee held them to 27. But that's your A game. Yeah. You played your best on defense and you still got absolutely abused. Yeah. That's how and, good Georgia is. And everybody's talking about that, you know uh, – they they want a, another crack at them, and I'm like, I don't think you do. No, <laughs> no. Um, but now the one thing about that game, though, is Tennessee was able to run the ball, yep. and then they kept going away from it. And you know, I looked at that, and I'm thinking, okay, Missouri had success running the ball again, so that 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 seems to be their weakness. Yeah. Kentucky might. Well, well, Probably be able to run the ball on them a little bit, but I mean they're going to get beat by fifty. Um, but the one I'm thinking about is Michigan. They run the ball like no one. They do, and it and that's what they want to do. But when a team is one dimension one dimensional like Michigan, where that's all you want to do is run, Georgia's going to focus on the run, and then JJ McCarthy, who I have praised for being the quarterback Harbaugh needed. I don't think he's got the arm to beat that secondary. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Um, 
I don't know if Mark Stoops and company listen to this show. I mean, <laughs> Will Levis did do a cameo for y'all one time. Sit Will Levis against Georgia if you want to protect his draft stock. Say he has a thumb injury or something. Just well, well I mean, Neil Neil thinks that he should be done until bowl season. Now that they're uh, well, Vandy's not going to improve your draft stock. That's who they play next, right? Yeah. Vandy. And then after that's Georgia. That's not going to improve your draft your draft stock. And then Louisville after that. I, I don't. None of it's going to. I'll be honest with you. Stock. I don't think any of that matters. I really don't. It, it's obvious that these guys in the pros do not look at college results because otherwise Mitch Trubisky would have never been the number two pick in the draft. He had thirteen games under his belt. Yeah. So I don't I don't put anything into the college whatsoever. Because you look at Saturday night, and um, when LSU won, Bryce Young looked awful. Horrific. He was throwing the ball to nobody. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times he threw the ball in the dirt, and it looked like he was intentionally throwing it away, but I don't think he was. He looked bad. I don't know how much that is Alabama's young wide receivers and how much that's Bryce Young. Yep, but it's Alabama. You don't expect that at all. They've lost two games in the regular season now for the first time in 10 years. So so that's what I was – this is what's crazy. Alabama's lost two games for the first time in 10 years. Everybody on any – ESPN, Fox Sports, whatever you listen to, whatever you watch, they're all talking about how Bama is done for the year and kind of celebrate because there is a little yeah. bit of Bama. Well, that's one. Of, that's the point that I wrote down is now that this happened, do we get a mass exodus of NFL talent? Are they going to be like, I'm going to opt out for the rest of the season because there's nothing to play for or I'm not playing the bowl game? And and. Saban was questioned about that yesterday, and he basically came out and said, we've always won 10 games here since year two. I would implore these guys to let's let's play for 10 wins. Yeah. You know, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But, like, we're, everybody's acting like Bama is done. They've just got two losses by a combined four points. Yeah. Like they were in the game. Yeah. Well, this is, and that's this the is thing. not a bad bad T- team. It's a Tennessee bad got, defense. Tennessee got blew out, right? Tennessee blew out LSU. Yeah. I mean, Notre Dame mopped the floor with Clemson the other day. I mean, yeah. that was never yeah. even a game. And that wasn't Notre Dame's offense. It was special teams and defense. They had right. a they had a, a punt return, they had a fumble recovery for a return. I mean it was it was a, a full game thing, but, you know, they exposed DJ ukulele, and, and now you have to wonder, are they going to start the freshman now to see what they have with him? So they put the freshman in Saturday. He threw one pass, and that was an interception, and it was right back to DJ ukulele. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he threw one pass for an interception. Is I mean Dabo's not going to get fired, but is I mean, have we seen the end of Clemson's run? No, I, I just think it's 
the quarterback. Once they solve the quarterback issue, Clemson's going to be Clemson. Yeah. Yeah. I think the freshman quarterback is actually really good. Because Shipley's, yeah. Shipley's a really good running back. Uh, they've got good receivers. It's just they don't have anybody to get them the ball. Yeah. Uh, which has been rare, you know, because they've been through Trevor Lawrence. They've been through Deshaun Watson. And that's lasted for five, six years. I mean, Taj Boyd was before that. Taj Boyd and was Taj before Boyd that. Taj Boyd was pretty you know, he, solid. He was, a good, he was a good college quarterback. Yeah. yeah. They've just run into a like, well, maybe we just made a mistake on both of these. So, so good old window security <laughs> popping up there. <laughs> that was the ding letting us know that we still do not have results. The stain on, the on Sean's face when that happened that couldn't keep me from laughing. He was just like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> but like with Alabama last week, me and Sean, we talked about a night game in Death Valley like that. I mean, I almost I should have known better. I, I've preached that early on in this podcast. I've preached that. You don't want to play in LSU yeah. at, at 7.30 at night. You don't want to do Man, it. The crowd was so freaking Golly. loud. Shout out to the redhead that stole the pylon at the end of the game. Okay, so he, he he, took off. he's an equipment manager, and it has a camera in it. So they so, don't want them stolen. That's why he grabbed it and took so off. So he grabbed it and took off to make sure that their equipment was safe. Yes, Employee of the month. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but but that's what everybody on the whole internet, on all of the internet, was like, hey, dude, like, there's not going to be a fan on the on the ground that quick grabbing it and taking off running. <laughs> they were really quick to the yeah. field, though. So, <laughs> so it, but you know, I think it'll be interesting to see what happens if Alabama comes out and loses again this week to Ole Miss. Oh, good grief. I can only imagine. Where is that game? At Old Miss, I think. Mm. So interesting. Yeah, we were, it's at Old Miss. We've told you all a hundred times. We record on Tuesdays. Yeah. So today at four twenty-one p.m., Lane Kiffin tweeted out a photo. Have oh. you seen it? Yeah. No. Yep. It's him with a book that says the leadership secrets of Nick Saban: How Alabama's coach became the greatest ever. <laughs> and that, that's all the tweet is. Yep. <laughs> hey, <laughs> he's pretty good. That's for sure. So I thought about something. We should be getting close to the new rankings dropping here. Okay. It, it has gone live. It's live right now. Okay. Yeah. So before this happens, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking Georgia goes up to one. I think Michigan jumps to two because Ohio State looked really bad against Northwestern. I know it was a weather thing. It was a weather thing. I'm just telling you, I think Ohio State's at three, and then I think TCU jumps up to four. No way TCU jumps up. They should because they're undefeated. No way. They don't have that brand. They'll, They'll get the love that they didn't get last week. I think Georgia's one. Ohio State stays two. Tennessee goes to four, Michigan three. What do you think, Wes? I was going to say, with That's the way they beat Alabama, you know, I could see I could see Tennessee staying around because I, I think they, they'll go to five. Because really, in all honesty, they might have solidified their spot in the playoffs. The only way they get kicked out. 
is if LSU was to win the SEC championship game. That's uh, it. Right. Because and, and, LSU only has one loss. They right? have two. Two. They have two? And they yeah. would be the first They lost to Florida State team. and to Tennessee. Then it don't matter. LSU, I think Tennessee has got their, has solidified their spot at four as long as they went out. And they're not going to not win out. Right. I, if, ten, if, if TCU wins out, they're going to be in. TCU's losing this weekend. At Texas, if TCU wins out, they're 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 going to be in. Don't count out Oregon because their only loss was the first game in Atlanta. New coach, new quarterback to the number one team in the nation. If they win out and win the Pac-12, they're going to be in the playoff because their only loss would be to the number one team in the nation. I know they usually take... And Tennessee doesn't get that bid at that point, is uh, what I'm saying. Last week, on this very podcast, you said if Tennessee lost, they, them and Georgia would just flip spots. And now you don't even have them in your top four. Yeah, I don't. A lot changes in a week. Well, they got the snot beat out of them, so... It was only two touchdowns. The number one team in the nation got beat by two touchdowns. At Georgia. I'm just telling you, if it had been a closer game, they would have swapped. It was raining. <laughs> oh, God. He likes them. He's into them. I think, they want, I think they want the Heisman. Uh, the, I think they want the Heisman winner there. So that's why I say they stay at four, and I don't know that they, I don't know that they move, but so, they're going to stay at four. Speaking of Heisman, I still think Hendon Hooker's in the lead because C.J. Stroud had such a bad day in the weather. Yeah. Game. Now I tell you, Nix is catching them. I tell you who, what's going to happen is whoever loses the Ohio State Michigan, and at this point, at this point, I think it's going to be Ohio State lose. I think they're going to be completely out. Oh, they and will. Maybe be. one of those two teams gets put in at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So, do, do they start at 25 and work their way down on the show? Uh, or, I, I yeah, think they, they re- do. I thought they revealed the top four first, and then they reveal everybody else. Or no, they reveal. No, they, they count backwards, yeah. They reveal five and six. They, they don't do it like Wes does the power rings. Gotcha. <laughs> and for those wondering about our school board race, there's still no election results in. Right. And we're at seven... 20. So we're going to get this show in before we ever figure it out. That's very possible. So that's why we wanted to go ahead and start recording. Unless we hear a hoop and a holler here in a minute, yeah. we'll know. Because we um, are live on location. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Like, we can hear through the wall here. So. <laughs> um, and if you all can hear that on here, sorry. <laughs> no, we're not. We're not sorry. Um, we want you to join us. So speaking, let, let's, let's stay in the football thing. And w- whenever you get the... Uh, the rankings there, we'll we'll drop those on here. We do have one election result in. Okay. Rand Paul has defeated Charles Booker in the state of Kentucky. Okay, well, we, I, that, that that's one of them call it early things because I don't think there was any way he was losing. There was a big turnout today, and that did have me worried a little bit. Yeah. I, I think – okay, never mind. We're not going to get into that. We're not a political podcast. Yeah, we're not getting into that. Um, but anyways – which I just realized it's funny that the plates and, and stuff that we're eating off of are blue and red. <laughs> yes, and there's blue balloons up. And I was like, what, what are we doing wait here? Wait a minute. We've we got the wrong colors here. Um, 
Jeff Saturday gets hired as an interim coach after the Colts fired. Um, oh shoot, what's his name? Uh, 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 <laughs> right. Uh, holy cow! Da 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 da! Breaking news. <laughs> Adam's in another world. I'm asking him, who's the head coach that just got fired from the Colts? Frank Wright. Frank Wright. But Frank. you said when we had the new rankings, oh, gotcha. I, I could drop in at any time. So okay. we got the new rankings. Okay. Who did you have at one? Georgia. Who did you have at two? Michigan. Who did you have at three? Ohio State. Who did you have at four? TCU. Georgia's one. Ohio State is two. I'm not surprised by that. Michigan is three. TCU is four. Thank you. Tennessee's five. Told you. And the spicy duck dippers of Oregon are number six. Yep. So, so like and, I told and, you and, though, and, and I can I can see Ohio State and Michigan. I like I, I just think that Michigan's the better team right now. LSU is number seven. Yeah. So they jumped three spots. Alabama yeah. went to nine. Wow, they didn't even drop out of the top ten. So neither did Clemson. Clemson is also ten after getting destroyed by now twentieth ranked Notre Dame. Okay, I wondered if if Notre Dame would jump back in. Did UK, Florida State jump back in? Yes, at twenty three, and UK is also in at twenty four. Gotcha. West Virginia is not in. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're not in. They're yeah. three and six. So should have fired their coach. They haven't yet. He's going to make it through the end of the year. Tulane seventeenth. Yeah. The Green yeah. Wave. Green they're Wave, good. baby. Hey, we've got that UCF game on. UCF twenty two. We've got that game on on for this week. So, um, well, so I mean, I got the t- I got the teams right. I just didn't have the order right. Right. So, and, and logic would say Ohio State didn't lose. They were already number two. I think it's just funny, though, that Georgia, Ohio State just stays at that two spot and SEC just bounces back and forth. Well, I mean, when you have the one and three playing each other, yeah. that just makes most sense. Whoever yeah. wins that game is your number one. Yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, Ohio State and Michigan are going to play each other in a couple of weeks. The loser is going to be, they're going to go home. I mean, unfortunately, there's, unless there's other circumstances unless it, unless you know, that happens. Unless it's close, like I said, I, Michigan's the better team by far. If Tennessee um, drops another one, somehow, yeah, I don't see it on the schedule, happening. but somehow if Tennessee drops another one and USC beats Oregon, well, if, well, if USC and, beats and, Oregon, USC's a one-loss team. That's true. But you, if Oregon wins out and they win the Pac-12 title, they're going to jump Tennessee because Tennessee won't have that opportunity to have that conference championship. Sure. Which, so. which to Wes's point, might have absolutely bid Tennessee into the top four. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't even have to worry about losing on championship absolutely. weekend. You finish your week schedule. Yeah. And then you just wait around and see what happens. Yeah. Well, I mean – yeah, I mean, you never know at this point. Tennessee's not going to drop out of the um, New Year's New Year's Day six. Oh no! So I mean, <clears throat> they're solidified in that. Yeah, I mean, unless they <laughs> slip up against Missouri, so or let, Vandy. Let's say this: a one-loss Tennessee team who sits at number five right now. Say the rankings stay the same. Everything plays out. 
Number seven, LSU beats Georgia in the SEC championship game. I don't think they jump them. You don't think a two-loss LSU SEC champ would jump into the top four? I don't because, you know, Tennessee has already got that win over Alabama also. Yes, it's at home. LSU's at home. And they lost to Florida State. I mean, Florida State. Yeah, but Florida State's ranked. Florida State is 23 right now. And they just absolutely dog-stomped you. I do think that LSU, as a two-loss team, SEC champion beating Alabama and Georgia, I do think they probably do jump them and get and get in there. But Tennessee has the head-to-head win, right, over LSU? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. That's right. Hopefully we don't but, get in. But this. they're not going to have the championship. And they right. weigh that conference championship a lot. You're right. Which is why the expansion needs to happen pretty quick. But like, because then you don't have to no worry doubt. about it. One hundred percent. No way Georgia's dropping out of the top four at this point, right? Even if they lose conference championship, no I, way. I wouldn't think so. I no, because the rest so. of their schedule is cake too. Yeah. But unless they got Kentucky on the schedule, and, but so I'm not pulling. I'm if, not. I'm not having you all if talk Michigan, me into that pick again. If Michigan beats Ohio State and then loses. To Illinois in the Big Ten championship game, or whichever team from the West wins that side of the division, is there a way that Ohio State jumps back in with Michigan having just the one loss? Probably not, right? Losing the head to head. Losing that. This. I, I'm not the committee, obviously. I'm not on the committee. But that's where I put head-to-head over everything. Yeah. Like, if me and you meet on a Saturday and I beat you, I don't care if we have the same record. I don't care if I have one more loss. If it's close in the rankings, I should be ahead of you because I beat you head-to-head. Right. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that at all. So, right before that dropped in, we had talked about Frank Wright got fired from the Colts as their head coach. They have two former NFL head coaches on their staff. In John Fox and... Oh, um, oh shoot. It, you don't need to go any further. I know. I can't think of the other guy's name. But anyways, there are two former coaches on there. And... Jim Irsay, the owner, pulls in Jeff Saturday, who is an ESPN analyst, never coached anywhere other than high school. And was three at nine at high school. To take over. And, of course, he maintains it's just an interim status, but he basically wants to take these next eight games to see if he has the desire to be a head coach in the NFL. And Jim Irsay was, like, trying to sell this home in his press conference. I don't know if anybody bought it. Like, this is really odd to go outside of your own coaching staff just for a guy to finish the year. Jerry Jones is – Jerry Jones is a quack. He shows – This is not the Ime Udoka situation. No, no. Jerry Jones is a quack. He he, – you know, he knows he has money. He knows he can push his money around, and he he tries to show his power. Jim Irsay is a is 
is a quack, and he's just crazy. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't understand. I, th- I think he's, he's done a lot some, of drugs in his he's, life. I, I, there is no <laughs> doubt. You know, I don't understand how he is still the owner of the Colts. I mean, I, somebody West might not know the background of that comment. Huh? Wes might not know. No, the he got in trouble. Um, how was that? Three, four years ago, or something like that. Got into some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll I just, just leave it there. I think it's funny that he's the one that. Is calling for Daniel Snyder to be removed as owner. Yeah, no yeah. kidding. I just, I, I, I don't. It's the oddest move I've seen in the NFL. 10, 15, I mean, 20 years. Why, it's just like, why what? would you not bring him in as special counsel? He's already special counsel. Or, 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 uh, I don't know, some other title. But, you know, John Fox has led two different teams to the Super Bowl. I don't blame Jeff Saturday for going, you know what? Let's give it a shot. Yeah. But I'm just, you know, he's on the special counsel. He, he, you know, they kept making a big deal about he's on the ring of honor. Why don't you just go, why don't I just help John Fox try to lead this team, what, 3-4-1 at this point? They were 3-3. Three and three. They were 3-3-1 three, three and one when they said – when Jim Ursay made Frank Wright's change from Matt Ryan to yeah. Sam that, Ellinger. That whole team was upset. Yeah, I think they're 3-5-1 uh, yeah, is their record. So right they've now. lost – oh, that's right, because they've lost both <coughs> they games. Lost that, both yeah. games so uh, do we – does Matt Ryan start a quarterback this weekend? 100%. I 100% think so. Yeah. No doubt. And, and, does, and does not – unless he gets hurt, does not give it up. No. Yeah. But – they're still wondering who's going to call plays because they still haven't announced the offense coordinator yet for the Colts with Saturday. Yeah. And there's a <clears> lot <throat> of speculation. Dan Orlowski from ESPN, who Saturday worked with, might be joining him in Indianapolis. Again, I've never – there are – other than Jim, Jim Ursay, they were a pretty well-run yeah, um, franchise, and you know what this all comes down to? Andrew Luck retiring. Curse of Andrew Luck. Yep, they haven't had a good quarterback since. I mean, play. they've not been. Yeah, well, the I only mean, one they've Pete drafted River- since then is Sam Ellinger, and he was the sixth round pick. Yeah, yeah. Pete River took him to the playoffs twice. He only played there one one year. There's one year. I thought they missed the playoffs. Wentz got him there last year. No. Did they not? No, because if they would have beat Jacksonville in the last game, they would have made the playoffs and went to lay the eggs. I I thought Phillip Rivers got got them to the playoffs, but maybe not. But that's that's the problem. I mean, that's three years in a row with the old guys. I mean, they'd been better off kept Joby and Jacoby Brissett. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, yes. No doubt. I mean, he's played pretty well for Cleveland. He's kept them afloat anyways. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out on on that uh, on the Jeff Saturday thing for sure. Somebody uh, want to pull up the uh, college basketball rankings? There, we can do it. North Carolina's one. That probably hurts you a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> I puked in my mouth to even say that. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll do a little bit of college basketball. Um, Gonzaga's two. Do we want to 
Um, do we want to do a college basketball version of what we're doing with college football? Or do we want with the pick'em? Yeah, it would have to wait. Yeah, like obviously these early games. Yeah, they're not like until Tuesday. Yeah, like next Tuesday, the Champions Classic. That's that's an acceptable time. Yeah. So if you want to do it, because this drops Saturday, we can pick the Champions Classic. Is that the Tuesday. one where with Duke, Michigan State, Kansas, and uh, Kentucky? Kentucky. Yep. Yeah. Fine by me. Whatever you want to do. Who, who Who's in those matchups this year? It's uh, Duke and Kansas and, and Kentucky and Michigan State. Of course, State. Duke gets the defending national champ, number five ranked Kansas Jayhawks. Uh, Bill Selfless for that game. Doesn't matter. A well-oiled machine will run. Are you doubting your Dukies? I'm just saying John Shire... He doesn't have much experience. He's got one game under his belt. Wow. This is news to to, breaking news because all you did was talk John Shire the whole freaking year of college basketball. (laughs) And and this makes me sick to do this. He's really good. But, you know, Coach K didn't leave the shelf bare. No. And, And he helped him get the staff that he's got. He's got a yeah. really good staff. And John Shire, at first I was worried when Kay announced it was going to be his last year last year. But then I got looking into how much Shire has done the last five, six years. And all of a sudden, I wasn't worried anymore. Like, he was the lead recruiter for Tatum, lead recruiter for Zion, lead recruiter on all these five-star guys we got in this year, the number one recruiting class, beat UK. Got UK's top assistant coach. All I hear is coach. recruiter, recruiter, recruiter. You recruiter. All, as a Kentucky fan, you should know all about that. Well, that's we what know you've had. We know we have. A I don't recruiter. hear that he's a coach. Yeah, did, yeah. did you watch him last night? No. Do I ever watch Duke? No. That's a lie. That is a lie. It's not a lie. I don't watch Duke. You will watch Duke. No, I won't. You, so when they play Kentucky, you don't watch. If they play Kentucky, no, I, I'm watching you, for Kentucky to play. What did he say? I don't watch Duke. I don't watch Duke if they're not playing in Kentucky. So that makes that, that's that's, that's obvious. Statement. That's a different statement. No. <laughs> I don't watch Duke. Okay, so next time Duke and UK play, Good you're not, have mercy. You're not gonna watch. Got so it. the top twenty five. He's something else. Um we'll go as we did before with the football rankings. Uh the top twenty five. Twenty five is Texas Tech. So he starts at the bottom on his what we did last college time. basketball rankings, but in his dynasty rankings, yeah. he goes top down. Because the bottom is the most. It's the world. We just live in it. It's right. Uh, Texas Tech, and oh, I wanted to say uh, beer, but that's not their coach anymore. He's, no, he's at Texas. That's right. Um, who's it, who is it, Texas Tech? It's uh, that old Mark Adams. Mark Adams. The old guy. He was there last year. Yeah. Got you. 24, Dayton. The Flyers. The Flyers. Oh, they're back. They're uh, really good. 23, the Illini. That's no surprise. <laughs> I got nothing to say about Illinois. Uh, 22, Jalen, not Jalen Rose. Jawan Howard. Jawan Howard and University of Michigan. And because you called him Jalen Rose, he's probably going to come through that door and punch you in a handshake line. <laughs> That's kind of a low ranking for them, though, isn't it? 
Not with the class he's got this year. Uh, number 21, Oregon. And maybe, I think, one of the best courts in college basketball. Are you serious? I mean, it's it's something else now. It's busy, that's for sure. With the Redwoods in the background, gosh almighty. Number 20, Nate um, Oats. Nate Oats in Alabama. Seems a little low for them after the year they had last year. Did, well, did he lose everybody? They lost Jalen Williams, right? Uh, and the um, uh, their shooting guard. Um, he he was a senior because he had been there and took oh, a couple yeah. year. And I can't think of what he's Moody like. Petty Petty Petty. You're right. Yeah. Moody. Petty Moody, Moody Petty. Um, Moody. Moody was Arkansas. Moody wasn't. was Arkansas. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I'm not in basketball mode yet. I, I haven't even looked at any of this. Number 19, San Diego State. The Aztecs. Steve Fisher still. Steve, that's what I was gonna say. Golly, he looks like he's mummified. <laughs> uh, number number 18, University of Virginia. You you realize that Tony Steve Bennett? Fisher won a national championship when you were like two or one. What, you were born in what, 86? 88. 80, oh, you wasn't even born yet when he won the national <laughs> championship. Uh, he was at UNLV, right? No, he was at Michigan. Michigan. There you go. Number 17, University of Arizona. Now, who's their, who's their new head coach? It's, um, shoot, the guy from Gonzaga, the assistant. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, Boring. he was there last year. Yeah, yeah, and he done really well with them. Yeah, number sixteen, Villanova. Mm, that'll be an interesting team to watch this year without Jay Wright. Without Jay Wright, they uh, struggled a little bit yesterday. They did get the win. I think, uh, yeah, they beat Lasalle eighty-one to sixty-eight. Yeah, uh, number fifteen, Bruce Pearl and Auburn. I, I don't know that that's going to stick. It's you think gonna, they're gonna go higher. No, I'm. I, I get. The, I, I wonder if they're gonna stumble beginning of the season. I don't think so. He's pretty good. Um, number fourteen. Um, Pittsburgh's uh, Jamie. Um, Jamie Dixon. Jamie Dixon and TCU. Who at fourteen most got beat last night? Oh, they were down double digits at halftime to Arkansas Pine Bluff. And one by one point. Jamie Dixon. I mean, the fact that TCU is ranked in basketball, though, says quite a bit. Oh, Jamie Dixon's Jamie. built a good program yeah. there. Yeah. He, it's taken, what is this, five years now? I think he's been there a little longer than that. Is it, it, I know it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it has because um, what's-his-face left uh, Vanderbilt and took his place at Pittsburgh. Um so yeah, it's been it's been a little while. Yeah, and then he didn't win at Pittsburgh like he could at Vanderbilt. So poor Vanderbilt. I can't remember it. what was that dude's name. He bald headed dude that used to coach at Vanderbilt. I you know who I'm talking about? I do not. I know Jerry Stackhouse is there now, right? And he's bad. Yeah. He's a former NBA player. <laughs> he's real bad. That's the only reason he still has. He's ever. had some good players, and he's real bad. But they made some improvement last year. No, Scotty Pippen Jr. is probably the best player he's had, right? Yeah. Did he? So he didn't have Garland. Yes, he did. Okay. Then. Did he have Garland? Yeah. yeah. Darius Garland. Yeah, he had Darius Garland. Huh. 
How was his, first, a, his first mean, year with Yarmouth? He can League? recruit because yeah. he can go into he can go into um, living rooms and people and the dads at this point are like, "That's Jerry Stackhouse. You can get into one of the smartest universities in in America." Yeah, and then they go play and they're like, "What? What happened? What? Do you know how to coach? Do you know what a basketball is? It's bad." Uh, number thirteen. Indiana University. So I still don't believe they're back. They beat Morehead State last night. Trace Jackson Davis is really good. That he can he's he's gotten some recruits. He's gotten some um, he's really transfers good. too. So it'll be interesting. They to see were only up on Morehead by twelve. At right. They, they pulled and out and they just blew them out in the yeah. second half. Kevin uh, Stallings. Oh, yes. oh yeah. he's there for seventeen years. I do remember him now. <laughs> I can't yeah. believe as that. Soon I as couldn't you think of Kevin Stallings' name. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I could not let that go. I, I was like, I know, he was there forever. Vanderbilt wishes they had him back. All right. Number twelve. TCU's O. Who was thirteen? Sorry, I missed that. Indiana. Oh, gotcha. Texas is at number twelve. Makes sense. Um, a number eleven, Rick Barnes in the University of Tennessee. Number ten, and this is a team that I'm scared of. Um, and this is the coach that I think, if Calipari leaves, needs to go to UK. Arkansas, you, Arkansas. His personality would fit. It, it would fit UK. It would. He has. I like Nate Oates at Alabama. Absolutely too. hit a home run in recruiting this year. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I think the Heat they they wouldn't lose a beat. There's only one thing Arkansas is missing. I want the full size pig back at <laughs> half court. I want the logo to go from three point line to three point line like it used to. Did they take it away? Yeah. They went a little smaller. It's uh, not as big as it used to be. Yeah. Um, he so is a good coach, though. But he's got M- he, like like he's got NBA uh, grain with him too. You could always see him going back to the NBA. Yeah. Uh, number nine, Creighton, the Blue Jays, Blue coached Jays. by Mister McDermott. Man, it, he's just a heck of a coach. He really is. I mean, he is doing at Creighton what Mark Few has done at Gonzaga. Now it has turned them into perennial top 25 team. Do you think that's all based on what's his name that transferred to there uh was the number one they said that he was the number one transfer in the in oh, the are portal. Oh, you talking about Shireman? Yes. The one that from San Diego State right. or uh, Dakota State North right, yes. Yeah. He had 11 and 10 last night. He's from Nebraska. That's why he chose Craig. Gotcha. So he he almost came to Kentucky though, right? Yeah, I mean it was between him and Kentucky and one other school I can't Duke. think, but Duke. It was Duke. You're right. So so it it's one hundred percent being closer to home. Yeah, he he said when he committed, I just want my family to be able to watch me play. I don't blame him. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? And there are people that's picking Creighton to the final four this year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, but what if we ended up with a better? They play really good defense. They play really good defense. I agree with that. Yeah. So I, that. I, I like that guy as a coach. Um, and a lot of people always thought that, you know, he had his son. His son was, you know, went to the NBA. And yeah, that was fine. But I mean, he coached well before that, and he's coached even better after that. I thought for sure once Doug left. 
he yeah. was going to go yeah. somewhere. I think too. a lot of people did. And yeah. they tried to get him to, and he just didn't. But, you know, it, it a, a lot of times it's expectations. We've talked about that a million times with college football on the show. He, he, he knows that he's probably not going to win a national championship at Creighton. But he also knows that I can win 20-plus games here every year. I can compete for a conference championship every year. And and people don't expect more than that from him. Nobody is looking at Creighton going, we've got to fire him as our head coach because he's not getting us to a Final Four every year. He's got the Mark Stoops coaching job of basketball. Right, right. Um, Number eight, UCLA. Uh, It looks like that with him there, uh, that it's just going to – they're just going to continue to reload every year now. Every year. Yeah. Mick Cronin. Mick Cronin. Yeah. It looks like now that they found a coach, they're just going to continue to reload The best coach in UCLA history. Look, there's a podcast I listen to. It's uh, the Island College Basketball Podcast. It's uh, Matt Norlander and Gary Parrish from CBS. Okay. And that's the running joke they do on the show. <laughs> They're like, Mick Cronin, who has never lost a tournament game, the best coach in UCLA history. <laughs> Obviously, we're kidding. It's John Wooden. But. Number seven, the Dukies with their new coach. Looked impressive last night. Um, number six, Baylor. I, I, uh, I got Baylor at five. Well, I think it's a tie. It is, it a, is tie. a tie. Baylor and Kansas are at a tie. So six, five, whatever. Uh, number four, UK. Mm. <laughs> number three, Houston. Who shout out Kelvin Sampson got his number seven hundred win last night. He has built a program at Houston. He built a program everywhere he goes. Except Indiana, they didn't give him the opportunity. He what? he was 13-0 when he, he got fired. Air quotes, cheated. Yeah, he he was 13-0 when they suspended him or whatever before firing him. Right. So he, was, he built that program. Yeah. Number two, and what I think right now is going to be the worst ranking, Gonzaga. You don't think they're that good? I don't think they're that good. I mean, Tim A. Tim A. is back. Am I wrong? But did I not hear Michigan State on this list? Michigan State is not on They're this list. Right. And UNC is number one, which you know can it's understandable. Okay, so did, did I know uh, Baycott come back? But did they everybody, bring everybody back? Everybody came Every back one of except them. for Brady Manick, who graduated. Was he the, the? Oh, they didn't bring back Manick. No, he graduated. Oh, was he the uh, replaced him Was he the one with the long, transfer. floppy hair that yeah. just lit the tournament up? Yeah. Yes, he was the heart and soul of that team down the stretch. Yeah, yes, the, he uh, was. the the uh, the the ones close: Texas A and M, UConn, Miami, Purdue, St. Louis, and then comes Michigan State. Uh-huh. You know, it's one of those years that. Uh, Tom Izzo is like, okay, this is going to be the year that we might hurt a little bit. He's building back up, and then the next year 
he makes the Elite Eight, and then the next year he's back in the Final Four and maybe even in the Finals. He always does that. He's yeah. got a rough start to the season. Have you seen their schedule? No, but... I, I'm sure they got a cupcake between now and Friday, but Friday they play Gonzaga in a Veterans Day type deal. It's one of those things where they play on the... On the ship? On the ship, yeah. And then, of course, next Tuesday they play Kentucky in the Champions Classic. Yeah. That's not a good start if you're expecting to rebuild. Well, I mean, one thing you and and Calipari's already come out and said that the start of the season may be a little rough for Kentucky too. He says that uh, he, literally that, that, every year. Listen, literally every yeah, year. Yeah, no, I love Kentucky and I'm fine suck. with Calipari. That's just that's just verbal diarrhea that comes out of his mouth. Every year. Every beginning of the season. You know, at beginning of the season. It's because he season, starts over with just, new players every year. Yeah. I mean, this year, though, he's got he's got some he's veterans got, back. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's got returners and, and the transfer that, you know, the transfer that he's got. I mean, <laughs> Reeves looks like he's going to be the real deal. I mean, he had. He, Where did he, he play? transfer from? Illinois State. He, the Redbirds. He played 14 minutes last night. He had. 22 points, and he went 6 for 12 from the three-point line. <laughs> That's did, pretty good. Who did y'all play? It doesn't matter. We played Howard. The shot you get against Howard is not the shot you're going to get against Tennessee. I, if you go out into a game and still hit 6 out of 12 three-pointers. Wide open. That's pretty good. I can do it wide open. And I'm not a good Okay. Shooter. And I'm not a good There's, shooter. Listen. There's the there's the from corner to corner um, uh, challenge. We need to see him hit six out of twelve three pointers wide open, wide open, wide open. I, I bet I can do that. I, I bet you could too. See, I mean, you've got proof that you can hit one. <laughs> it's on TikTok. Well, he he hit a few that I'm, night. I'm a stroker when it comes to this, the three. Uh, that's what she said. <laughs> Let him marinate a little bit. <laughs> Well, there's the uh, – so maybe we'll do a prediction show or something uh, a couple weeks down the road. Um, we definitely need to uh, – when March Madness rolls around, we we have to do the from corner to corner uh, bracket challenge and try to get some of our listeners all into a uh, – into a, a bracket challenge that would be that would be fun. So, anyways, let's uh, move on. Have you got your rankings ready? I do. Right, I let's do. do that for week ten. We are since you all want me to go ten. You know what? I'm not going to do uh, number one because the bottom of it is much better than the top. <laughs> number one is Spencer again. Number two is Jeff again. Number three is Trey again. Yeah. I've not moved you out of 40. You're still at four. I know you've lost four in a row. Who did he lose to this week? I think that was. I told um, you I was going to lose to you. The bottom team. The number 10 team team in the land. uh, That's your team, Adam. I'm not surprised. I told you. And you, you, the whole time. serious. Uh, The heck I wasn't. I told you all weekend long that I was not going to beat you. The minute that Dallas Goddard threw 30 points up Thursday night, I knew I was done. He's been my best player all year, though. Yeah. 
He wasn't this week. Freaking, uh, where the hell did uh, Devontae Adams come from? He hadn't played like that all season. Derek Carr Saves finally, it for me. Derek Saves Carr it for finally me. finally remembered to throw in the ball. In the first half. Yeah. And you go, you still got Lamar Jackson. And, and I'm like, yeah. And Derek Henry. I needed 55 points from Lamar Jackson last night. Uh, that's happened before. It, it's happened. Oh, yeah. yeah not, and, not against the Saints defense. So, when I said that, <laughs> I think I was up like 75, 80 points. And he still had Lamar and Derrick Henry, his two best players. Well, that's not a comfortable lead. And and I thought that it was even going to be closer because the way that uh, Derrick Henry yes. ran in the first half, and then they just quit. Yeah, they quit running the ball. And, uh, and then good old Tyler Higby with a zero for me. Oh, goose. <laughs> he, he, <laughs> he got but me a zero in Walker, the work league, too. Walker was, was the, the de facto – him putting up almost 30 points, that's what did me in. He makes me happy every week that I traded up to number one to get him. Because I knew I wasn't going to get him in our rookie draft at number seven. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's showing his value, that's for yeah. sure. Uh, so is Damian Pierce. Oh, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, I have moved myself up oh, to five. by the way, did you see that Brandon Cooks has been welcomed back to the team and Ooh. they're not releasing him? I did see that. Yeah. Come on back. Kind of like Cam Akers. Come on back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We need a little help. Yeah. And nobody values you. So <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna keep you. That's not true. The Cowboys wanted him, they couldn't afford him. So, you know, those rules like salary cap, you know, yeah, that matters. Right. Okay, so number five. Number five is me. Um I'm on a four game winning streak. Um Jared, I've moved to six. Adam, I've moved to seven. No way. There is no way I'm number seven. Your team is still good enough to win some games. There's no way. He's faking. Okay. Um, Darren is at eight. Ben is at nine. And I've moved Jesse to ten. And I don't think I'm going to move him from ten the rest of the year. And he's four and four. He he beat me. He beat me. <laughs> He's the one that started this stupid uh, winning, uh, losing streak. So, Sean told us his strategy when he was 5-0 and was to bet the money. What yep, was it? Yep. Like the prop bets on I, the other team's players? I, I did that through the first five weeks. I was 5-0. Right. and Then I quit doing that. Then I lost three in a row. I did it again this week against you. And it backfired. And it hit. I hit the money line. So, I won you money. Yeah. And then I bet lost. $5 on five of your players. And so it should have paid 50 bucks, But Taylor wound up being a DNI, or did not play. Yeah. So the way that works is they back that down to, like, basically, I bet four players. And so my $5 turned into $25. So, so he not only talked about, he bragged about making money when he was winning... And then he, but see, that's it, just it. I wasn't winning, so my whole strategy was. Oh, so you were you weren't was winning, and you were winning in fantasy football. I was purposely yeah. spending five dollars against opponents' best five players, betting the over on all of their stuff, and they were coming in under. And I wasn't winning, but I was winning in fantasy. And then I quit doing that, and then I lost. 
to Jesse and then to you and then to Trey or vice. But you were making money. No, no, I quit betting it. Oh, I, I, and, and then I and then last week I had the epiphany like, oh, I I quit betting. So then I bet on Rogers over uh, Taylor over Devonte over Goddard over and Walker over. And they all went over. So every time, every time you say something like, "Oh, I've got to go get back to doing this," you bragged, and then you started. You bragged on your five and zero, and then you lost four in a row. Yeah. And then you're like, "Oh, I got to get back to this," and you made money, but then you still lost. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's always listen. You just need to you just need to chalk it up. It's this. It's just just I'm, bet I'm, the rest of the year. I and think that's I'm it. just going to retire uh, from fantasy sports <laughs> in general after this season. Just let somebody else have my Good, team. Can I have no, your baseball team? No, it's a dynasty league. You can't do that. If you're gonna all fantasy sports, all fantasy sports. Good, I need your baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So What's next on the docket, there, Chief? Our pick'em. Oh, uh, oh pick'em. Adam jumped into a five-point lead because he Ten hit point. the. Uh, yeah. Hit the underdog last week. I hit two underdogs. He hit. Well, the you should have. T- Listen, you've messed up again. Oh no, I take that back. I'd say my. I'd say Ohio was probably a favorite over Miami, Ohio. Yeah, they, they were. were. Yeah, I was gonna say you messed up again because Trust me, I look. <laughs> the Ohio Bobcats. You should have walked in here and went. First things first. I'm taking Ohio. <laughs> they were a uh, two point favorite, I think. Oh, goodness. All right, so games on this week's docket. And I do have picks from uh, Neil already this week. Nice. So we have Alabama at Old Miss. Man, it just makes you think now. I mean, you know, we've ta- I've taken Bama every time and they've lost and you just ca- you start to you start to I mean, you just start to question it because you're just like, my, yeah, exactly. It's crazy that we're actually thinking about not picking Alabama. (laughs) I'll go ahead and pick Alabama. I'm not even thinking about not picking Alabama. I mean, I would have thought, oh, they're getting revenge. They're not going to lose to LSU. Yeah. And the game is at Ole Miss. It is. Neil, Neil, Neil chose Alabama. I, I have a hard time believing that Ole Miss is real is going to beat them. Is it a night game? I mean, we Kentucky went down there and it's basically should three, have won the game. Three thirty. Three thirty. But the Grove will still be rocking at three thirty. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. They'll they'll start drinking Bloody Marys at eight eight a.m. Why not? I'm gonna mix it up. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Ole Miss. <laughs> wow, the Fighting Lane Kiffins. Yep. I'm going Bama. Okay. All right. TCU and Texas. You've already said earlier that Texas is winning, Adam. Yep. Hook them horns. Uh, Neil has Texas. I went with TCU. Wes? Wes? Mm. Go Horn Frogs. All right. If you're going to make the frog... Like they do, you gotta say gig 'em. Gig 'em. 
I used to gig a bunch back in my day. Yeah, frog gigging's a good time. And then we have a, uh, let's see, is this Conference USA or is this American? Conference uh, USA, right? Are you, you talking about Wait a minute. Uh, not, there is a Conference USA. Yeah. No, that's not Conference USA. No, it but it's American. in the, it's the American. Is yeah. it the American? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, they, they both, they, both these teams are on Conference USA on the on the uh, 2014 game. <laughs> so after this season, uh, I'm going to customize the uh, after this current season I'm playing in. After I'm this gonna, season, you won't need to play the old one. Oh, he'll still play the old one. Uh, no, I mean after the season I'm playing in. Actually, I'm I'm in year five at this point. I'm I'm in this pretty deep. I bet he, that's what she said. I bet he will still play the old one. Because he's got a 360. The new game's only coming out on Xbox One. Listen, I've got, I've got I a sent, one as well. Do you? Yeah. I sent him. What? It's coming out on the on Xbox One? It's a- coming out Xbox on everything. Xbox One and PlayStation 4 or 5. It, it, it's like not going to be like I am shocked about that. Yeah. I, I figured by by beginning of next year, I figured everything Originally, would be next it was supposed to be next gen, but it's going to come out on everything. I sent him a deal the other day that I got from Microsoft that basically said you can pay $25 a month. They'll send you a new Xbox X or Xbox S and and it's what for over for $25 for 2 years or something like that and it gives you the Xbox and uh a subscription to the Ultimate Game Plan or something like that. And I Game was like Pass. Yeah, Game yeah. Pass and I was like the worst part about it is, is I, I don't I don't ever get to play my Xbox One. My 360 is out in the sunroom, so that's where I go uh, set out there to, to play the college football game. But, yeah, I'm, you know, I started out as the offensive coordinator, and I've worked my way up now. I'm the head coach at Clemson. We're ranked number one in the nation. Nice. So, and I got one of the top recruiting classes coming in. So, okay, anyways, uh, UCF at Tulane. Tulane is a two-point favorite. Yep. The Green Wave. Showing up all of a sudden. Yep. I mean, it's election day, and there's talks of a red wave coming. Are you going to go with the green wave, Wes? <laughs> that's like, that's, well, it's not close to them being. Uh, Neil chose uh, UCF. I am also taking Gus Malzahn and UCF. Okay. I chose Tulane. Hmm. You know what? I think you made my you think I think you made my decision when you said Gus Malzahn because I forgot he was there. So I'm going UCF. Okay. Okay, we go to the pros. Ugh. Vikings, Bills. My least favorite time. Of Vikings. Week. What is Josh Allen playing this week? And that's why I said Vikings. I don't know. It looks like he could be out a couple of weeks. I, and we can change the game if we want. I mean, we could do Chargers Niners instead of the Vikings Bills. Well, that's boring. Case Keenum at quarterback. That's right. I mean, I'm I'm fine you know by what? Case Keenum. This is only a one point game. I don't care. Give me the Bills. Okay, I like it. Uh, Neil went with the Bills. I wrote the Bills down as well, but this was prior to. I you know I'll stick with it. So Wes is the only one that went Vikings, and we know Case Keenum might be the quarterback. I don't know if you all saw 
old Kirk Cousins with his shirt off on the plane. Hey, he's jacked. That dude is freaking ripped. He's jacked. He had a eight-pack, and he was not dancing very well. And he had his big chain on his... You're just like... Was he screaming, how do you like that? (laughs) You like that? And then we've got the Cowboys at the Packers. Why are we picking this game? Because I love because, picking Hey, for one, for once in my lifetime, I can say the Bears are a better football team than the Packers. Why, oh, why yes. are we even picking this game? Because the Packers have lost five in a row. Because and I think believe they're going to beat the Cowboys. I think I know who Neil picked, and it's not who you think. He picked the Packers. I'm picking the Packers too. I, I'm not going to pick against my team. Listen, I'll I, I picked the Cowboys. I picked the Cowboys as my uh, underdog, and they allowed it, so we're, we're going to roll no, with the Cowboys. No, Sean and Neil allowed it. I, I know. I, did, I didn't lump you in. Not I said they. they. I just want everybody to know I was not included in that they <laughs> because we very specifically said no NFL team could be an underdog. I don't think we even pick NFL games next year. I think it just should be all college. Oh, thank goodness. And then we'll do something with the super dog and the point spread and all that good stuff. So, all right, speaking of underdogs, Neil, oh, oh. Neil has Oklahoma State over, I don't remember who they're playing now. Iowa State. Iowa State. Iowa State's a one-point favorite. It's at home, I think, right? No, it's at Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's pretty bad, isn't it? That's, that's just odd. Uh, I'm taking UNC over Wake Forest since the Appalachian State line has changed. App State was was the underdog, and now that now they now they're the favorite. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hmm. Hmm. This is not man. Well, while you're thinking, yes, because please. last time you were he thinking, took yours. you took my pick, so I'm not going <laughs> to that to happen again. Since Ohio has already kicked off, I cannot choose them again. Well, they were the favorite anyways. So. We just talked about this. Anyway, I am going to stay in the MAC because Maction's been good to Maction. And I'm going to go with Bowling Green over Kent State. Okay. <laughs> What's the line on that? Kent State is a two and a half point favorite. Kent State is three and six. Bowling Green is five and four. It's at Bowling Green. <laughs> you all are boring with these ranked matchups, picking the underdog. I like to go to the Mac, the Sun Belt, the CUSA. Just well, find the something. The CUSA? What is the CUSA? The Conference USA. Oh. I was. I was gonna go with the App State, you know, the sum, the fun yeah. belt. Yeah. Why didn't you just flip it and take Marshall? It's only one point. I don't know. It's at Marshall. It's their normal memorial game where they turn off the fountain at Marshall University in the fall. They're honoring their people that died in the plane crash. You should take Marshall. It's going to be an emotional game. It probably will be. I'm sticking with UNC, though. Boring. Wes? I forgot he hadn't been. Man, there is some games on here that are just 
It'd be, it'd be a lot easier to do this if we was picking the line instead of the straight winner, right? I know who you need to pick, Wes. Marshall. Not Marshall. It's a Friday night game. It's a Friday no. night. No, no, that's a Saturday game, and oh. he'll never pick Louisville. No, well, I've done that uh, twice. I think I've taken them twice this year. At least and they've once. Lo- they've let me down both times. Yeah. The stupid Cardinals. You know what? I'm taking San Diego State at home is a two-and-a-half-point dog to San Jose State. Yes! Go Aztecs. That's a 10-30 Saturday night game. I will not be up for that one. I'll find <laughs> out Saturday morning. You wasn't up. Sunday morning. You wasn't up for the Oregon State Beaver. No, I just team. looked. I got up that morning to go to uh, to, uh, uh, to go to work. I sat down on the pot and went, Oh, you kidding me? They had every chance in the world to freaking win. Dang Beavers. So, the reason I like picking games like this, games like Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech last week, it gives me something to do on Saturdays. Like, I'll just be sitting there and be like, oh, yeah, they kicked off at noon. It'll be like 4 o'clock. I mean, with all the football that was on, I was watching freaking Virginia and uh, Miami two weeks ago. You know, in the four overtime game, yeah, without a touchdown, Which, and it was a horrible game. I, I didn't even come close last week with Maryland. They absolutely got hosed by Wisconsin. <laughs> yes, they did. wasn't even close. All right, so how far are we in? Uh, an hour and twelve minutes. All right, so I, I just got a short rant. Yes. This is Wes Crouch's Breadman Delivery of the Week. <laughs> To you by Crouch's Family Bakery Baking Company. <laughs> Here's your delivery. <laughs> ching 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 ching. <laughs> Look, I'm a Kentucky fan, as everybody knows, and I'm glad we have somebody that's that's not a Kentucky fan at all. Uh, by the way. Kentucky and West Virginia play in soccer this week. Did you know that? I did. In the semifinals of the, of the Conference U. Uh, is it Conference USA? No, it's not Conference it's USA. Sunbelt. It is selling belt now. Yeah. Um. So, go Cats. But Mitch Barnhart's got to go. Hey, I, 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 I knew I, this was coming. He he. I greatly appreciate where he has put all athletics at Kentucky, and I'm talking not talking about basketball and football. Obviously, he's helped that out. But, man, the soccer, the base, well, baseball was. Uh, but, but they, I mean, he helped he, build the facility. Softball, yeah. he, you know, track, women's golf. He's done a phenomenal job. He is, he is treading along in his stagecoach at this point because he has got to get caught up. Look. The game changes. Yep. It changes every decade. It changes every century. It changes. We're in the 21st century. They have they have waived the rules on NIL. There's new rules in place, or no, no rules for that matter. And he has got to change, or he has got to go. And I mean, that means... Immediately. 
I'm talking about if he doesn't change by, gosh, June of next year, or 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 even shows a difference by the end of basketball season, so they can go into, you know, the spring football game with some, with some. Um, I thought the NIL stuff come from like boosters and stuff anyway. So. It does, but here's the problem: there is boosters in line waiting to give money. There's even just regular season ticket holders that would start a subscription, quote-unquote, of dollars $50, $100 a month into a pool. Um, so it would well, go back, to the, play- especially go back mean, to the players. And mainly, and I'm mainly talking about football. But, oh. Yeah, basketball is getting their money. My, it's basketball, football players. It's football. Problem right yeah, oh, basketball's gotcha. got, basketball's gotten a little bit of leeway. I'm talking about football. Oh, gotcha. And these people are ready to give. So why is Barnhart on board with basketball and not football? I don't know that. I don't. I don't know if there's a chat. I don't. They can't use. He's they're more, not allowing. More afraid of Calipari than he is Stoops. Yes, one hundred percent. And yeah. that might be. And not only that. And that's why Stoops will eventually leave. Not only that. I think that Kelly Kraft and and uh, not Robert Kraft, but uh, uh, Kelly Kraft and and um, her husband. Um, that gives a lot of money. Gives a lot of it to basketball. And so I don't think there's a big issue there because they're and, – and not only that, T.J. Beisner, which is kind of their um, um, information um, guy for basketball, has set up some stuff already pre-NIL. Um, and then once the NIL was in, implemented, things were distributed to the players and whatnot. They were able to get some deals and what. But, I mean, they're, you're, G, JMI – is asking people to pay them $125,000 just to use the UK logo so they can have football players come in and do signings and wear the UK stuff during their during their uh, events and you know people are not you know by the time they pay $125 JMI and, you know $125,000 to JMI and Fifty thousand, sixty thousand, seventy thousand dollars to a to a player to come in and do this. They can't do it. They're like, I either have to do it for you all. I either have to do it to the to the player or not at all. And when they're going, when they call the UK athletic places, they're like, well, no, it's not against the rules. Well, how do I go about it? Well, just hold on when we get more information. And then they're running into all these roadblocks all of a sudden that they can't get anything done, and the roadblocks are being implemented by the university and Mitch Barnhart. When it comes, when it funnels all the way down, it's coming back to Mitch Barnhart. Yeah, Mitch Barnhart has got to change. You've got athletic directors, A, number one, Tennessee, that's right below us. You've got athletic directors that are going on social media, that's going on the regular media, and just saying, here's how you do it. Bring your money in. Send, send your money here. I don't know if you heard this or not, but supposedly there were Tennessee football players recruiting UK football players during the game. Get that money. I mean, seriously. It, 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 here's what's going to happen. Um, 
And yes, I credit all this to Matt Jones because I heard this. I'd been hearing on some of this. You didn't but have he, to do that. But, I knew exactly where it came from because I saw Matt Jones went on a rant about it today. I, but I mean, it's true. I mean, it's just one hundred percent true. If if I'm a fan of this of this college, and I am, and I have been, and I still will be, but I want them to be good. Mark Stoops has put his blood, sweat, and tears into this football team, uh, football program, and has done wonders with the University of Kentucky, taking them to levels that they've never been before, and they're going to be right back at 2-10 and 10 if they don't get, if Mitch Barnhart don't get his head out of his butt and figure, and, and say, and loosen up the well, restrictions since that you're, he's putting in place. Since you're on to this, uh, one of our listeners, Adam Hawkins, and I were talking the other day, and he kind of posed the question of, how far away are we from colleges literally trading players? Like, I'll give you, what the I'll give you a million dollars in NIL money right. if you'll let me have so-and-so, you know. And I don't know that it, it would get to that point, but you could literally see just openly going to another team just like that and going hey you know how much do you get nil i we, we don't get any nil well you come to tennessee yet they'll 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 pay you three hundred thousand. yep you know that that everybody gets that and and then you have um who, who, oh shoot who's the, the 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 freshman wide receiver we have uh, Roe, or not, is it Roe? Dane uh, Key. No, uh, Dane Key and Barry and Brown. Yeah, Key. So Key's the one that has like five touchdowns, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which is like a freshman record. From Lexington. Yeah. So, but I mean, you could see him going somewhere where he's going to get, you know, you, you see, he goes to a place like Ohio State or USC He's going to shine. He'll be a first-round draft pick that way. It's going to be interesting to see how many of these UK skill players leave once Will Levis graduates, if any of them leave. They yeah. might not leave, but they better have a quarterback plan. If yeah. they leave because they can get more money someone else, somewhere else because they won't loosen the restrictions on NIL, uh, that's going to be think, that, well. I that's think what you're his gonna, thought is is having somebody throw the football to him to make sure that they show out. Well, and, and you know, if they can keep him here with some NIL money, then you know the transfer portal is going to be full of them. If they can get the transfer, if they can get the NIL thing figured out, you can get a pretty good transfer guy to come in here, knowing that hey, yes, we can get you this much money because our fan base is crazy. And they will absolutely put this much money into a pool that we could just get. Here you go, but it's not happening. JP Daniels don't know will have to. another year of eligibility, and a new head coach he might leave West Virginia. I mean, that's it, fine. I mean, <laughs> JP Daniels has been good for this season. He's been everything really that we wanted him to be. But we've got a four-star quarterback. That's a freshman that we kind of need to see. Yeah. Uh, like, are you going to make it or what? Yep. So, I, you know, I just wanted to bring it up. I wanted to get your all's um, – um, I wanted to get your all's opinion on what you all thought 
um, about the the whole NIL deal, and it just it just irritates me to death. So, we'll end the show. Un- unfortunately, on a sad note, we we just uh, got a text from Neil. Uh, unfortunately, he did not win the seat. Um, so that's kind of a bummer. Um, I think. He gave it the whole college trial. I think we made a mistake as a county. I can tell you that right now. We did have one seat change, but uh, neither one of the, the, the guys from our inside circle won. Uh, but, uh, you well, know. The guy that did win, he's going to be good. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, obviously, the other guy, he's pastor here where we go to church. So, obviously, we're tied to him a little bit. Yeah. I don't even know if it's sad news because Neil done everything he could. I know like, and he, he he's going to live that he's going to live well. Could, could I have done everything? And I told him today. I was like, the only thing else you could have done is spend more time knocking doors and and be at at every single little convention that they did. But yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, he, he was at a lot of them. Yeah, and, and and the end of the day, a lot of times people are only going to vote for names that they know. And, and and the unfortunate part of that. Especially if it's something like school board. Yeah. At most time, the incumbent will just yeah. always win. Yeah. So, well, I guess I'll have to run that uh, that next or four years from now. We're in the same district, so I'll have to run it this time or this next time. <laughs> I'm going to start. I'm going to start now. The question is. Is me and Kuiper twenty twenty six. Mayor West, who's going to run in District Four? Right. Are we both in District Four? Yes. Like that's how big District Four is. It goes from Judy yeah. to my subdivision. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm not going to run. I, I I severely thought about it, um, but uh, I think I've got my next door neighbor maybe talked into it. So we'll see. <laughs> Good thing right. about it is, he's. You know, he's retiring, so there is going to be somebody new in that spot. Yeah. I know. That was boring. Sorry, folks. Yeah, well. I, but we wanted to give the shout-out to yeah, our buddy. We did. So he, he worked Neil, his we're, tail we're, off. We are proud of you uh, for uh, for giving it all that you had. So Now come back in the ring. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Get back yes. in the corner. Yeah, he'll, he'll be back next week. And uh, so uh, we'll look forward to getting him back. And, uh, you know. Uh, guys, we appreciate you always for listening, and uh, you know, invite somebody new to to listen to the show this Smash week. Smash the like button. Yep, for sure. So we appreciate you all always, and uh, we look forward to seeing you again next week. Stay safe, friends. The Moco Four Horsemen would like to thank you for listening to From Corner to Corner. Be sure to go out and follow us on Twitter, on TikTok, on Facebook, Instagram, and even YouTube. Whatever podcast platform that you listen to us on, be sure to go out and give us a five-star review. Thanks as always, and we look forward to seeing you next week.